3: Top of the morning to you. Follow the money. The Sin. The Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, JVT today in for Pauly as we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Resort and Casino is a spot at the Circa Sportsbook. We'll talk some uh, NBA draft betting as the event goes on tonight. Jim Root's going to join us. He does a great job covering college basketball uh, for three-man weave. He's up early with us. We'll talk to him in about five minutes. It is a it's a very fun event, though. I mean, even though you might not know as much about the players as we used to, like I talked about a little bit earlier in the program, but it's a must-watch. And this is—I uh, did a, uh, I did a survey yesterday okay. that asked me a bunch of like gambling questions. I'm like, sure, I'll take it, whatever. And they, one of the questions was, "Do you like to have, or do you need to have money on an event to make it more exciting?" Okay. And I was like, "It doesn't hurt." Right. Yeah. Can I can I write notes on this? <laughs> I, like, I'm not going to force it if the game's on TV just to make it that much more exciting, but right. uh, it certainly is a big reason why I'll sit down and watch a game from start to finish so if I have a you know full-game bet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah it was the, agree it took like 25 minutes well, to do the survey by the way
2: oh that's well that's a nightmare i used to be a telephone survey person and calling people for mm-hmm. those fun gig oh those are terrible because when you get like seven minutes in the person's like all right yeah i'm done and you yeah. hang up and then you're like no no, no because then you got to start the survey over again yeah you don't get to finish it it's a nightmare can i tell you this real quick huh? so when i agreed to taking
3: the survey i'm like yeah i'll take it whatever they're like it says thank you it's only gonna be 25 minutes of your time I'm like, no, only what, what you got to tell me this up front.
2: <laughs> That's that you're, you're asking me to dedicate something. That was an absolute nightmare. Um, no, I will say, like, I agree. And, look, we talk about this all the time. Sports betting makes a, no offense, I'm sorry, a Tigers-Twins game, even though that was incredible yesterday, right in the middle of July a little bit more palatable if you have something on it. Uh-huh. Or in the second round, which I could probably catch up on the next day by just reading through the draft, now I'm sitting there watching the ticker at the bottom of the screen, going, "Come on, come on, let's yeah. go." If you do, like, if it's it's pick number forty six, and I got over Kato over forty six and a half, do not, do not, like right, it Thousand makes percent. it all. Oh, it's it's great, just adds to it.
3: It's a cherry on top. Uh, I had a pick, I had a, a bet on the NFL draft. I'm forgetting now. I'm blanking. But you brought this up. Who the Titans were going to take at number twenty? Well, I had the uh, over under on over twenty two and a half on this one player, right? Yeah. And the only the thing I was betting against was that Titans could be the only team that couldn't take him, right? Mm-hmm. Like he was going to slide. The Titans might take him. It looked like he wasn't going to go there. And he slid, by the way, like to like 26 and a half, 27 and a half, whatever. I am like two inches away from the TV screen. Come on. Don't take him. Right. You can't go with this guy here. Yep, The, oh. the pick is in. <laughs> yeah, guess what? It was a loser. And I was just like, God, yeah. the only guy you can.
2: The, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the um, uh, Trey Lance. At Trey Lance, plus 375, to go third? Yeah. yeah. For the San Francisco 49ers. And like the pick is in. I'm like, the. Up. Yes. let's go. Like, Come go on. we go already.
3: Oh, man. Been waiting months for this thing.
2: Yep. Let's go already. And yeah. then when you hear, Trey Lance, oh, it's great. That's a good good
3: feeling. <laughs> I put it this way. I, uh, I was actually, I flew back to Wisconsin the Friday of the NFL draft, and so I'm there, you know, it's, it's during the pandemic, didn't see my family very often, you know, who traveled. Mm-hmm. So I was back there for the first time in quite a while. I'm back there with my mom, my brothers and i'm like yeah i kind of need to pay attention to this draft cuz uh Kyle Trask is sliding the buccaneers are coming up in like a half an hour <laughs> so i'm like sneaking peeks at my phone and they're on the clock and it's like Kyle Trask and i was just like baby this is unbelievable i went nuts i told my my mom had no idea she looks back like uh, what what the hell's going on here
2: yep but, so, yeah, it uh, it doesn't or hurt, obviously. Sort of screaming at your screen when Colin Morikawa's hitting putt after putt in the middle of the oh, yeah. show, but it's like, it's like 9 in the morning. I'm like, what is happening? I'm like, Boy, oh, that's so good. I better take it easy. I'm getting lightheaded yeah. right now.
3: Might pass out The here caffeine's
2: really kicking in. This yeah. third hour's been great. We need it. We <laughs> We're need only it. four minutes in. I'm going to need another
3: caffeine in about probably nine hours to stay up for the entire draft. <laughs> right. Yeah, so, but it's uh, it's a fun watch. You're exactly right. You have a bet on somebody at 47 and a half. Like Matthew Hurt, I have him over 53 and a half tonight. Yeah. That's way late into the draft. You're going to be watching. Uh, you're damn skippy. I'm going to be watching at that point. <laughs> Please go beyond fifty-three tonight. That's all yep. I'm asking. Yeah, you know, along with like eight other bets that I have.
2: Right. But you no know we're asking for. We're not asking for much. Now, come on. Just it's every like, single one of our. I only
3: need like nine or ten things to go my way tonight. That's right. it. That's all I'm saying.
2: I've never really asked for that much. You're if right. You're listening. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. But
3: it's uh, you know, and like we talked about early, earlier bets they only put them up here for like two or three days before the draft
2: yeah that's really disappointing like you would expect I, I would just you'd like to see a little bit more in terms of the offering you know uh, us as betters already have to work up against it when it comes to like beating numbers and beating sports books let's go offer it a little bit more especially here in Nevada the summer league is here oh I got credentials I can't wait it's been here for like 20 years
3: it's mm-hmm. kind of a big deal let's have some more bets up please yep. but no they don't they don't want to do it so Uh, Welcome into the program today. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with JBT in today for Paulie as we are live in downtown Las Vegas. Beginning this hour, talking about the NBA draft. Jim Root does a great job with College Hoops for the three man weave, and he uh, joins the program now. Jim, thanks for the time today. How are you?
5: I'm great. It's draft morning. It feels a little bit like a holiday. I've loved the NBA draft for years and years. So every morning, it's this Thursday night I, I'm just anticipating I get to see all my college uh, my beloved college boys go off to the pros now
3: yeah no question um, we were c- talking about this three minutes ago um, do you need to have action on the event to make it more exciting tonight or no
5: uh, not necessarily but like you were saying it, it does amp it up I, I've always loved the draft but now that I you know you get a little skin in the game you're, you're waiting to see a couple uh, names come up on the board or not come up on the board. It just it just adds to an already terrific event.
3: So the uh, at DraftKings gym earlier in the week it was on Monday. The you can bet on the exact order of the top three. Some books offer the top four, and on Monday the top three at the time Cunningham one, Green two, Mobley three. That was minus one twenty. Now that's minus four dollars. Like we're pretty sure like that's going to happen tonight, right?
5: Yeah, I, I think. Basically, the only way that changes is if Houston decides they're ready to trade out of two, and somebody comes up for Mobley. But I, I, other than that, it's pretty clear one, two, three. I think.
3: Okay, what happens at four then? Uh, because I've noticed that Jalen Suggs to go four was as low as minus one sixty yesterday. Other books minus two dollars, and now two different you know draft pundits, mock drafters, they put. Um, Scotty Barnes going number four, and Jalen Suggs dropping to number five. So, what do you make of that pick?
5: That would surprise me. I, I think Suggs has you know enough momentum to where he's going to be the fourth guy to go. I, I, I do think Toronto is somebody that's willing to trade back, so that's where you get risky with some of these uh, some of these early picks because I, I think the the intel is pretty strong that they like Suggs and that Orlando really likes Barnes at five that would be the logical order your 4 your 5 but the problem is the rest of the league knows that Barnes is coveted by Orlando at 5 so if there's somebody out there that thinks they like him more or they just that's their guy then the 4 spot is where they would have to come up to get him so i would be surprised if toronto stayed and drafted Barnes i think if they're there then it sucks but if there's you know some trade rumors that start swirling throughout the day that might be where the where the draft changes and Barnes goes at four to somebody that that swoops up for him.
2: So uh, one of the movers and this has been pretty surprising, Jim. Uh, Franz Wagner for a really long time has been tied to the Sacramento Kings, right? Like every single mock draft until like the last three days, it's just been, hey, it's it's going to be Wagner to the Sacramento Kings. But it's funny because every single bit of intel was, hey, eh, you know what, the Kings like him, but they don't want to make that pick. They don't want to make their other pick either. They want to trade out of this. So now all of a sudden, you see. Franz Wagner tied to the Golden State Warriors at number seven. Where do you think Wagner ends up? It seems like the consensus is like seven to nine in his range. Do you think he could go as high as seven to Golden State?
5: I think it's entirely possible, yep. Uh, I also, there, there's a lot of whispers that Memphis, who moved up to 10, or potentially Josh Giddy, that they want to make one more move and get even further up, and that the, the logical trade target there is either Orlando's second pick maybe at eight or Golden State's first pick there at seven. Golden State obviously the team that's that's looking to win now rather than build with a bunch of young guys. So I, I could see Memphis getting in there. They've got a couple of nice role players off the bench that they could give to uh, they could give to Golden State to move back to ten and maybe Golden State would be okay with that. There's not anyone they're in love with at seven. But, yeah, it does seem like Franz has quite a bit of momentum. He's got you know the, the very versatile defensive game. He can guard a bunch of positions. The shooting was shaky in college, but I think it's pretty projectable for the pros. So, yeah, that, I saw that creep down to 8.5, and it's pretty even on either side. And to be honest, it, it seems like he's got a lot of momentum to go 7 or 8 at this point.
2: The other guy that has stuck out uh, is Corey Kispert. And it seems like out of all of these teams, Uh, Right, the the one guy that I keep seeing Kispert tied to is the Charlotte Hornets, and that's where his uh, draft position prop floats around. Right, you're talking about thirteen and a half, and I think you're just you're pretty much betting on if you're going to take that thing if you're looking at it from the perspective of where this draft breaks down. If you're going to go under the thirteen and a half, I think you're expecting a Charlotte type to take him. I think Indiana's been tied to him. They want like a win now type player, plug and play. Is Kispert a lottery guy, or are we going to see him float outside of the top fourteen?
5: I, I'm, he, I'm having a hard time with him because it, it's, it is very much like you said, you know, that you're not drafting Kispert with a home run swing. There's not a lot there that makes you think this guy has some crazy scenario at the high end of his outcomes that could be an all-star. It is more like high-end role player. He's got to hit shots. He's been better off the bounce than he gets credit for at this point, I think. Uh, but, yeah, it, it seems like if Charlotte or Indiana don't pull the trigger, then that's probably going to be the over for him, which is why you know, it's starting to get used to that side. But I would probably lean towards the under just at the plus money, just because I think there is a, a strong enough chance that he goes 12 or 13 there.
3: Interesting. But like it's he has to go to like one of those two teams, right? Otherwise, like he's going to drop to where? I mean, he's going to go to, what, 16, 17 maybe uh, potentially to a different team then?
5: Yeah, because even even somebody like Golden State at 14 is probably eyeing someone else. Like maybe if he's there, I, he hasn't been there in a lot of mock drafts I've seen, so they've gravitated more towards Chris Duarte or somebody like that. Uh, but if Kispert's there, maybe they lock in on his shooting and, and just throw him in there with the Splash Brothers. But yeah, there, there are a couple other teams in that fifteen to eighteen range, that are that are looking for more upside swings, rather than somebody like Kispert, that's that's more of a sure thing and, and kind of a lower upside, lower range of outcomes guy.
3: Follow the money here on V the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, along with JVT Jim Root, is our guest with the three man weave. So talked about the top five. Like book night appears to be going six. Yeah.
5: Yeah, that that surprised nope. me. I, okay. I, there, we had long enough where it was at seven and a half, and I, I missed the boat on that and didn't get the under seven and a half, unfortunately.
3: Okay. So then another player who, you know, at first, if you go back a couple of months, I think Kaminga was thought of as like a top four pick in the draft. Not the case anymore. And uh, I'm seeing right now with Kaminga, the draft position that's available at some books, uh, six and a half, juiced big time to the over. And uh, by big time I mean at least a dollar seventy. So I it's still not awful, but I'm seeing a dollar fifty as well in another book. Or I'm seeing seven over minus one fifteen. Like he is either going he talked about the seventh pick earlier, but he's either going to go seven or later, is he not?
5: Yeah, I think so. I mean, just, just looking at like the movement of everyone around him, like Wagner's line is down, Book line is down, uh Moses Moody's line's gone down from eleven and a half to ten and a half, Giddy's very juiced to under ten and a half because of that Memphis slot you're just kind of running out of places for, for Kaminga to go. And if you get into that 11-ish or, or even 7, you know, Golden Safe looking for somebody that wants to win now. Kuminga is looked at very much as a project. So he's somebody that I think the juice is right to be on the over. I don't know how far he's going to slide, like definitely not out of the lottery. But, man, yeah, it. It's, it there's the, the, the top six probably isn't there for him any, anymore. And if he doesn't go seven, then you're, you know, he could fall a little bit down to like 10 or 11 or 12.
2: So, one of the guys that I think we're all in on a consensus here, Jim, and one I think of the uh, the sliders here, where, where do you believe that Jalen Johnson ends up? Because this is a bet that is still out there, 15.5, Uh Mitch and I both got in on the over at 15.5 yesterday, and I think this is a guy that we're talking about like, I think early 20s, but his draft position says right on the fringe of the lottery.
5: Yeah, I, I can't see him going lottery at this point. I, the, the only places I've, him as landing spots in the first round or some of those teams with multiple firsts in that 16 through 24 range, like Houston has two picks, Oklahoma city has two picks. New York has two picks. I think it's gotta be somebody that, that can take a swing at a guy that really has a ton of off court question marks. At this point, his senior year of high school was all over the place. Uh, he, he transferred to IMG Academy, but never played there. Then moved back to Wisconsin. And then at Duke. Didn't really ever get in the fold with the team. He started eight games, played only 13 before leaving the team. A lot of reports that he just wasn't a part of the team, if that, if that makes sense, where it was kind of Jalen Johnson and everybody else, and they got better without him. So I, you've got to be able to accept a lot of risk with him, and you know maybe somebody late lottery is willing to, but I, I don't see that. I think you've got to get down to that range where teams have multiple picks and can kind of use up some ammo on him.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, spot on with that. And yeah, I think we got him over 14.5 JBT Was the number on Jalen Johnson? Was yeah, 14.5, yeah, you're right. Yeah. What, what do you make of McBride and where he's at right now currently with his uh, draft position?
5: Yeah, Miles McBride, I, I think it's come down in a couple places, but I do see at DraftKings it's still at 29.5. And, and, and if you can get to 29.5, I think that's big because I, I think 29 is a slot he could go. Um, although I think Phoenix will be looking for a big guy, but... I just think there's enough momentum with him as a hyper-competitive physical defender that a lot of those teams in the 20s looking for guard depth, whether it's the Clippers or the Nuggets or the Nets, even the 76ers, somebody that can shoot, somebody that can play defense off the bench for them. I think he's going to end up being a first-rounder. Uh, so getting that, that 29 and a half, I think that's a solid number to take the under for McBride. He's just he's just kind of the, guy, the type of guy you're looking for there, a pretty solid role player higher floor, with even a little bit of ceiling, the shooting really translates. So, yeah, I, I like that McBride under quite a bit.
3: I'm looking at uh, Jonathan Wasserman's latest mock draft. He just sent it out moments ago. It, but he didn't change this today, but he had this already yesterday. He has McBride going 21st overall.
5: Yeah, yeah. It, it's very realistic that he could okay. blow away that draft position, and you actually have a, a comfortable winner on draft night. How about that? Yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding.
3: Not even a sweat. Uh, <laughs> but what's the fun in that, Jim? Come on. Right. Um, so... <laughs> You told us that you have a wild card. Come on, I want to know who this is live. Give it to us here. Are we going to be surprised with who you like?
5: I, I think you're going to be very surprised. It might not even be anyone you've ever heard of. But uh, I, I think there's a little bit of momentum that I've seen out there for a fellow called Wrens Vle- Vleisenberg. One of the, the Euros in the second round, his line is 52.5. I love the under. There are five teams that have multiple second-round picks before that 52.5 number. I think there are going to be a few that are looking to go with somebody they can draft and stash. They're not going to want a whole bunch of rookies coming over. Detroit's obviously got Cade Cunningham, and then they have three second rounders before fifty-two and a half. and a half. Oklahoma City, New Orleans, Toronto, Brooklyn, also have multiple second rounders. So I think Bleisenberg is going to be someone that's taken as a project. I feel like this happens in the second round every year. A couple of these Euro guys go sooner than we expect. So mm-hmm. I like the under 52 and a half there. For Vrenz Bleisenberg.
3: Okay, for for people wondering who have never heard of him, uh, his first name is spelled Mm V-R-E-N-Z. I know a lot of people are going to be looking for his prop right now. Last name, like you said, (laughs) Bleisenberg. So you can look it up. And Wasserman has him going 51st. I'm just saying Wasserman because I pulled it up because he tweeted out his latest mock not too long ago. Yeah, a
2: couple of mocks too. I'm looking at Wallen has him 46th to Toronto, one of the teams that you mentioned, Jim, as well. Uh, and like, and I think what's interesting too about Renz is going to be the fact that you talk about draft and staff. He's also the profile of a guy that, that you want in today's NBA, right? Like six foot nine, six foot ten. I think actually might be even taller than that. Uh, a dude that looks like he's got some some skill as well. And that is the profile for a dude that you want in today's NBA. So he's going to be a little bit more attractive when you get to the middle of that second round.
5: Yeah, and he's played like no competition. I, I think uh, Mike Schmitz from ESPN had said some. Sort of mean things about the Belgian basketball league, but you know, so that that's why it takes a ton of projection, and why he's not higher up, despite those those physical characteristics that you mentioned, JBT. But I think it is projectable, and I think it's the type of guy that people are going to want to take a risk on a little earlier in the second round.
3: Yeah. Hey, Jim. Betting aside, um, is there a player that is maybe under the radar that you absolutely and it's you know obviously it's going to depend on where they land that you absolutely love going into the draft, or is there a player that people are talking about and you're like, yeah, I just I don't get it?
5: Well, McBride is definitely one. I, okay. I, I just think that there's almost no way he's not useful for a while. Um, so he, he's one. Let's see. Um, the, the Turkish fella, Alperin sengun I, I, I know I'm more of a, a college guy, but everything I've read about him has kind of gotten some rave reviews. And even John Hollinger, one of the ESPN guys that's worked in front offices, had him in his top six. Uh, so that was, that was surprising to me. But it was, I want to give you one that's, you know, somebody have watched that popped. Oh, I, I think Jared Butler is going to be awesome. I, I don't know if he faded a little because of uh, the heart issue that, you know, has now been, you know, cast aside. He's fine. He's good to get drafted. Uh, but he's just a competitor, a shot maker. He can make shots off the dribble, which we've seen has really grown in importance, especially in the playoffs. Guys that can, can step into their own shot off the bounce. He'd be a little younger for a junior because he reclassed out of high school. Uh, I think he's going to be a really, really solid player. I, I think Jared Butler would be a nice pick for that category.
2: Hey, Jim, really quickly, I want to throw one at you that maybe the market has swung too far in one direction. And you and I talked about it when I, when I had you on the pod Is the 40-and-a-half that it's gotten to on Joel Yai maybe now a little too strong? Because I feel like he's like 31, 32, 33, kind of in that range for any of these teams that kind of need a guard, shooting guard type guy. Like a a Milwaukee Bucks, I think, make a lot of sense for a guy like a Joel Yai. They're 31st. Has the pendulum swung too far in his draft position?
5: Yeah, I I would say probably a little bit. Um, He does, yeah, like you said, all the little things. He's going to cut, he's going to rebound, he's going to shoot. He doesn't really need the ball. He's played with a bunch of really talented players his whole career. So if you can get one of those teams uh, before the forty and a half, like Milwaukee, that wants to ask somebody that can contribute, uh, New Orleans, I think would be another one there that, that wants to win now. Uh, I think that would be a pretty good shot for him. Uh, I just I really like his game, so I hope he he goes early. And if my Milwaukee Bucks do take him, I'll be very pleased with that pick. But yeah, I, I he's definitely a guy I like, and, and maybe if we get that under forty and a half, I'd I'd be Pretty pleased with that
3: very cool you can follow Jim on Twitter he is at second chance points uh, that was a fun conversation Jim thanks so much for the time today and uh, good luck with your bets tonight
5: appreciate it thanks a lot guys very thanks, solid
3: man. breakdown and he's still all over Jalen Johnson I like it made a great case for McBride So, hopefully, uh, we can make you some money tonight.
5: You know, and
2: also, I should point out really quickly I'm really curious. You know, the Pelicans, for those who didn't see Jackson Hayes in an issue yesterday, arrested, hospitalized, all that stuff, you do wonder if the Pelicans change draft strategy later in the draft, considering they might have a void, you would think maybe, at center going into next year. Okay. Uh, Feedback I want to relay next.
3: Got a question about trying to middle some of these draft bets that we have because one of our viewers and listeners in a good spot to do so, should he do it? We'll kick that around for you coming up next.
2: Days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet River's new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet River Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, specials, odds, boosts and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, you're going to get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time plays or a bet herbage or hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at play, SugarHouse.com in New Jersey. you got to be 21 if you have a gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER, Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Iowa, it's not valid in your state.
3: How's that caffeine going for you?
2: It's going well um
3: you can get in touch with the show many ways how email is ftm at vsun.com ftm at that's or, one fun way
2: or wave when we walk out of the studio you can,
3: yeah how about that <laughs> acknowledge us say something when you're coming by here that'd be good um this is from woody he did, did just that he reached out to us on an email nice listen to jvt i played davian mitchell over his rap pop prop at eight and a half it's now reposted at 12 and a half on my site should I try to middle it or keep the bet because I have a good number?
2: I mean, so I think it's so with Davion Mitchell specifically, I would keep the eight and a half, right? Because it seems like his range is like that 12 to 13. Like if the middle was 13 and a half or 14 and a half, yeah. I would say totally. But I think because his range is 12, 13, 14. Yes. Right? Like it's not that much of a gap that I would think that it's worth trying to middle in that regard.
3: I would agree with you on that. Yeah. Um, the lowest that anybody has him going, I'll
2: get that for you here in a second. I think there's one, I think, was it Ford or Harper who had him like eighth or seven?
3: Ford had him going seven.
2: Yeah. But his last
3: mock was also on the 26th. which today? The 29th. Yeah, that's like it's ancient. It's four it, days old.
2: It is in today's day and age. But also, that's you know, initially that that flies with the initial thought, which was, hey, man, the Warriors love Davion Mitchell. And there's a chance they do, but they probably love him at 14, not so much seven. Yep. Right. And I think that might be the case. So I, I would I would keep with the positioning you have now, unless you can get another number. Maybe wait till he get closer. Maybe it moves a little bit more yeah. higher.
3: Yeah. I would stay put right now Hmm. for that. Um, Some videos to get to. The only thing, in my opinion, that can challenge a good dog video, it's not a good cat video. It would be a very good bear video, right? And we have a couple of them for you here. Now, this is over in Russia, I believe. It looks fake at first. Who knows? It still might be. But look at this
2: guy. It's a bear video. It has to be Russia.
3: That is a big fella coming in. Stop. Wait, in the house Uh, and gives the man of the house a nice little hug as they both look out the window.
2: Would you not be terrified? No, I'd be I'd be extremely calm. I I would be terrified.
3: Okay, look look at this now. The bear is wrapping his like do we call it an arm. Yeah, is it an arm? No, probably left leg. His left front leg. No, this is a debate. That's an arm. He uses it to reach and grab things. Do bears has, have arms? I
2: consider them arms. I don't. They walk on their hind legs. Anyway, they grab
3: fruits. Is it is it is it believable here, or could somebody mm-hmm. actually have a bear suit like that made and walk around?
2: That looks really real. If
3: that's it it does look suit. real. It
2: does look real. Could it be, what? Could it be humans? Could it be humans? Is that humans? Yeah. Well, is that humans getting the love and affection from the bear, or is yeah. he the actual bear?
3: That humans loves the PDA, so. I was say. okay. Uh Okay. Another bear video. Now, this is kind of freaky, as uh, people are stopped on the side of the road, and they're taking video of a bear that's not too far off the road in the woods. There's a no. state trooper. Hey, get out of the way. Wrong. Look out! Here he comes! Oh, now that right there, that's where I'm freaking the hell out.
2: That's... Yeah, Animals that are larger than me terrify me. You know what I mean? Like that's that's crazy. Yeah, and the bear slightly larger than us. Right? Yeah, just a little bit. The claws? Oh, it's insane. Yeah, that'd be I. You're you're urinating your drawers. I think you're
3: scared right now. The way it sounds. Watching That's the video. It. Look at him. these huge. Okay, so you, you said, would you not be scared to death of the guy in the house? Well, if the bear is like, if, if it's a
2: tamed bear. But it, it just takes, well, you've had dogs okay. nip at I've had oh, your no, wonderful, course, course. loving dogs nip at me. Liar. <laughs> you, you're a liar. Expert. Not Dex, but you oh, know. it could not have been him. Uh, I, I, the name escapes me of the little one. Mickey? Mickey. Yeah. Mickey has nipped at me before.
3: Okay. Well,
2: He's a rescue in my boy. In my house-sitting days of the Moz okay. household. Yeah, we're
3: not going to go down that path. Um... <laughs> The, uh, but that right there, if you're looking over your shoulder and you're trying to direct traffic and you're 50 feet away from a bear, he starts charging you, yeah, yeah, it's going to be time to go home and change the clothes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, this took place out in Las Vegas. We had uh, a little monsoon season, little early monsoons going on earlier this week. Look at this now. That's a shot of the stratosphere. Boom! The lightning right to the big shot ride. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. But uh, that was earlier this week, like I said, and we had, you know, heavy lightning. Tons of rain. Some places were flooding. Overcast skies for a couple of days. Dropped down to like 70 in July. I'll yep. take it. It felt pretty good.
2: The uh, the kid was not a fan of the lightning. Scared? Terrified. Really? Yeah. Mm. Does he like fireworks? He does. He's a little nervous about them, but he did like them. All right. The tunda, as he calls it, he was not a fan of it.
3: In Pocket Plays, what we are betting tonight. That's coming up next here on Follow the Money. v the Sports Betting Network.
4: To determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of
3: the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. plays. Here we go. Let's fire away. Um, in pocket plays coming up here. Uh, Josh Giddy under tonight NBA draft. 11 and a half minus 1. 50. I'm laying some juice here. Ayo, um, Susumu, over 26 and a half. That's minus 135. I think he drops beyond that. JT Thor, over 31 and a half, minus 105. I'm going out. Uh, this Kita kid, over 47 and a half per U, minus 140. And Matthew hurts over 53 and a half, minus 155. I don't think. Well, I do think there's a good chance he actually goes undrafted. Or if he does go, it's going to be 57, 58, 59. And today in Major League Baseball, I'm on the Red Sox minus 115 against the Blue Jays. I've also added a bunch of other props in the NBA. Um, Jalen Johnson over 14 and a half yesterday. Uh, Isaiah Jackson over 18 and a half, which I think you can still find at minus 130 in that neighborhood. Some others as well. But uh, we'll see how it goes tonight in the draft.
2: Yeah, Uh, yeah. for me, we we echo each other on a couple of those. But uh, Davion Mitchell, the over 10 and a half added at the beginning of the week. uh, Pretty much 12 and a half across the board. Uh, it was really surprising to see William Hill open it about out here uh, in Nevada at that price. Namayas Keita over the $47.50, half dollar forty. there. Um, Uzman Garuba, this is one of the movers uh, that has taken shape over the last, I'd say, what, 12 hours, 4, 24 hours or so? Yeah, uh, 15 dollars half when we did the show yesterday, now 17 dollars half in most markets. And then uh, Jalen Johnson over 14 dollars half at minus 130 as well. So those are the four uh, for the show here today. I feel pretty confident in those. And I think it's funny when you look at these. Common thread, Mitch, among all the plays we have in the draft, uh, laying a price on all of them, but that yep. is the price of information when you have that's, it out there.
3: That's exactly what happens. Yep. When it looks like moves are going to happen, players are going to slide, and books adjust, I mean... And by the way, as I pointed out yesterday, they they do a different straddle with the draft yep. or with drafts. Like, it's a 30-cent line. Right. Sometimes some books might be a 40-cent line. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, which stinks, but... I think, is it, is it worth it in a situation like this where you're not betting on the randomness of a game? You're actually betting on the information that you have? Yeah. So if you, like, have the information on a draft, and that's the event, there's no game involved. There's no sport that's actually being played. There's
2: no interception at the, the two-yard line that's going to screw you, right? Like, it is. this is informational. Yeah have an indication that this is going to happen then
3: yes right so for that information is it worth paying an extra 10 cents of course it is i would say yes
2: you know one of the one good example too was i know there was conversations for example um jamar chase in in the nfl draft right uh when you looked at every indication was if you looked at like wide receivers everything he's going to be the first wide receiver off the board when you looked at it right yep top three picks were going to be uh, what we talked about with the three quarterbacks Fourth overall, when you looked at it from that perspective, like, Shore is probably going to be Pitts. But if you're talking about wide receivers, Chase is going to be it. Minus 500 for some. And some people late, because the information was he's going to be the first guy off the board for wide receivers.
3: Uh, here would be my analogy. It's uh, Super Bowl weekend. yeah, And when the information starts to leak, right? Yeah. About the practices, the person who was, you know, whoever that is singing uh, the national anthem. Yep. And it gets out. Now the cat's been out of the bag now for Good year or two. I mean, there was a guy. There was a, a reporter in Orlando last year who was outside the stadium, who videotaped, re- recorded himself, taping it with a timer and sent it out. And then it was just all, you know off the board, whatever. But for years, we knew somebody uh, very well connected, and the person like inside the stadium was saying, "Okay, exactly, this is the number." And I found spots where you could bet like alternate national anthem props.
2: Oh boy!
3: So I, I would you know bet accordingly and if it's you know let's say a, one minute 47 seconds is minus 120 to the over mm-hmm. a minute 51 is minus 160 whatever i found a spot that would t- take like five different alternate numbers and i was laying as high as like 263 dollars because i knew the exact i knew the exact seconds to a t how long it was going to be yep. and i had the information and i was willing to pay like minus three dollars or whatever it was yep and that one year specifically i can't top of my head i can't remember what year it was, and I've said this on the air before, I had more money on the national anthem than I did on any football game that year.
2: Because you knew. Knew what was going to happen. It is very rare in sports betting that you know what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. Yep. Unless it's Conor McGregor taking on Floyd Mayweather. And uh, there
3: you go. Exactly right. Okay, so you've heard our picks. Now here are top horse racing plays from Express Bet, um, Express Bet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk at Saratoga in race eight. Jeremy likes number six, Regal Retort. Great horse name at 9 to 2 on the morning line and in race 9 at Saratoga he has the number 8 demography at 6 to 1 you can bet these races and more using first bet the first uh, the preferred horse racing bet and bet betting app of v-sin to mark Saratoga's summer meet. first bet has a special new offer for new customers get an instant 10 bucks free upon sign up and then earn $10 for every one thousand dollars wagered up to a thousand dollars Use the bonus code VEGAS1000. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. It's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is VEGAS1000. And when you go to vsyn.com slash horses, you're also going to find daily Saratoga picks from veteran handicapper at uh, Seahorn. And again, those picks today for Jeremy Plunk at Saratoga, race eight. He likes number six, Regal Retort, nine to two on the morning line. And at race number nine at Saratoga, he has the number eight, Gemography at six to one.
2: For the NBA draft, will you uh, will you follow Woj on Twitter?
3: Well, is there an agreement in place where he's not going to give the picks, or does he say mm-hmm. it like uh, there are strong indications right. that number five this guy's going to go there? No,
2: he yeah he's firing away.
3: I I haven't made does up it, my mind. Does yet. it ruin it for you? Yeah, it does. It does. But also the information on Twitter is sometimes available up to a half an hour before picks are actually made. Dude, on he's TV. on he's on like ten
2: when they're on four. I know. You know? Is that fun for you? It is and it isn't, right? Like, because with the sports betting stuff, like, I kind of want to know. But at the same time, there is a mystique in sitting there waiting on the edge of your seat to see what the announcement is going to be.
3: See, that's that's the version that I'm going to prefer right. tonight. Because I've actually, going back many years when Twitter, Twitter was first around and, you know, the, the Adam Sheffers of the world, uh, Jay Glazers, they would have draft picks so far in advance of the NFL. And I thought it was unbelievable. I'm like, why am I even watching the draft? Right when I know what the picks are on Twitter 20 minutes ahead of time, right? Yep. And, this, like, literally, Woj and others have had draft picks, I think, third, like, th- 28, 30 minutes before in advance.
2: The difference between the NBA and the NFL is there seems to be some weird agreement between the, the NFL insiders to not do it as much anymore. Well,
3: I think With that Woj, was... Woj, it's
2: like, screw you, I'm doing this.
3: Was that like an inside memo Seemed from like. the NFL saying, we're not going to allow this to happen? That's why Woj, basically, he doesn't... He, he chooses yeah. his words carefully.
2: There are strong indications that the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves are going mm-hmm. to. Right. Things like that.
3: Yep. A little birdie is chirping right now at number seven. This guy's going to go right. there. So I can't wait for the event, though. Every single year, it's a lot of fun. Great to bet on, too. Uh, Johnny Avella is going to join us from DraftKings coming up next. Who are the most popular NBA draft bets? Where is the liability and which draft positions have moved the most?
2: Time to put on your lucky pair of Crocs and channel your in- and for, uh, inner fortune teller because your prediction might just make you ten thousand dollars richer. The cro- uh, Crocs Hoops Draft Prediction Challenge is coming, and dare we say, free to play on DraftKings.com. If the odds are in your favor, ten Gs could be yours. Learn more at DraftKings.com/slash Crocs. Jonathan Von filling in for Paulie Howard, Mitch Moss here too, and Johnny Avello, the head honcho, the big cheese over at DraftKings Sportsbooks. Nice enough to give us some time today. Johnny, thank you very much. So, you know, we've been talking a lot about this draft from a betting perspective, but I'm curious, you know, from your perspective, uh, how popular is the NBA draft? You guys have been one of the few operators that hung up props at the beginning of this month. They've been up there for a while. Your menu has expanded as you've gotten closer. But what has the popularity been like in terms of handle and engagement by bettors for an event like the NBA draft?
6: Uh, It... It's going to pick up today. It's it's been okay, and I would expect that uh, you know as we get closer to uh, you know the kickoff uh, tip-off time, I, I I think it's going to do pretty well. It's not the football draft; it doesn't get the hype the football draft gets. But um, we're going to do in in uh, game wagering on it. Um, Beautiful, you know, in the states that are allowing us to do it. So uh, I I think it'll do pretty good.
2: Uh, so for, for you mentioned the different states and jurisdictions you guys were in. Uh, are there varying um, options in terms of like uh, pulling it off? Like here in Nevada, all the books pulled it off twenty four hours. Are there any limitations like that for you and other jurisdictions?
6: No, there's not. But you know, some some want to close when it uh, when it first starts, and then not to be opened again.
2: It's amazing. Wow, that's I wish we, I wish I was out here, John. Like my biggest complaint, John, has kind of been like. There has been a tentative nature. You know, I, I commend you guys a lot at DraftKings because it started on July 1st. You guys had first, second, third overall up. It has expanded since it has started. And out here you get some that don't want to put up the NBA draft props. You get some that hung them up two days ago and then pull it off 24 hours behind. Like, it's just been kind of disappointing out in Nevada to see yep. the lack of options in terms of NBA draft betting. It's already hard enough to beat you guys, John. <laughs> I, I wish you, you, there would be some more options out there for us out here in a state like Nevada.
6: Well, you know, in some cases, JVT, the guy's hands are tied. You know, the uh, the gaming board tells them they want them down 24 hours before. Uh, I'm sure they've gone to the gaming board and explained why that's ridiculous, because most of the action is going to come in uh, 24 hours before. And, uh, you know, they just have to abide by the rules and need a change of heart by the GCB. Do you know
3: top of your head? Uh, I don't know if you have the numbers in front of you or not, but like the most popular bets, any liability that you have, is it like for, for Jalen green to go second overall, or is it a position that has moved like six or seven, uh, you know, uh, like from eight to 13 or whatever with a certain player?
6: I can tell you where some of the money is. Like we put a player to be drafted in the top 10. You got James Boonite, you know, he's been bad. He's, he's uh, like one to 12 now, uh, Franz Wagner is uh, one to six. So that's where some of the money landed in the top 10 uh, in the player's draft position. Uh, some of the money's on the, let's see. Uh, uh, looking a at something. <laughs> uh, that's a train out here. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Springer over 22 and a half that drew some money. So, you know, cause we put up the positions on where some of these guys would go um, under uh Josh Giddy, that took quite a bit of money on the under ten and a half.
3: Yep. Very good. Let's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Johnny Avello, our guest with DraftKings. A little baseball here. Did you? It's it's one player. I get that, but the Yankees obviously needed some power in their offense, uh, especially from the left side of the plate. They added that yesterday with Joey Gallo, one of the best home run hitters in the entire sport. It, did you tinker with things at all with the Yankees maybe moving their number to win the American League or the World Series or it's not big enough of a splash
6: you know we we think we think that they have Joey uh but we you know Joey had a big night last night so um is it actually gonna happen I think it's gonna happen but uh as of now we did not move the Yankees we're at 17 to1 to win the World Series we're at uh 11 to1. To win the division, um, and uh, we still have a minus one thirty, not to make the playoffs. So we we have not moved anything as of this point. Like the, the type of player that would move the market
3: right a little bit would be Max Scherzer. Like he would be worth much more to a team than Joey Gallo. And if Scherzer would go to you know the reports are out there the Padres, Giants, Dodgers, whatever, then then we're talking about a. Uh, significant, whatever, use whatever you, word you would like. But you're, we're talking about a move then with Scherzer, right?
6: Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. think that would definitely move the number. Uh, you know, the the Yankees really do need a left fielder. I mean, I think Gardner is going, you know, his his time kind of uh, petered out, I'd say, what, maybe two years ago. Yeah. The guy can't hit 200. And that's where I think the offense is lacking. They need somebody to fill that spot. Now, that's not really... Uh, spot, But, you know, I think he can play left field, um, so he'll certainly help him out. He's batting about 270 and obviously, uh, you know, he strikes out a lot, but he, you know, he gets some homers and he'll go in there with that arsenal they already have. Uh, one thing on the, the Yankees, we did move the to make the playoff props this morning, guys. We are at Pickham now. Uh, after being 130 no so it's minus 110 each way now to make the playoffs okay
3: mm-hmm. and uh, what are they two and a half back JVT the back Mariners of the, right the now
6: second wild card
2: yep.
3: yeah okay um what did you guys do with the packers numbers after uh, earlier this week when we found out that Rodgers was going to report to camp and it looked like you know looks like he's going to be the obviously the guy um from day 1 now starting uh, with week 1 against the Saints on the road
6: you know guys i, I don't want to hear that name Rodgers again <laughs> until he gets on the football field and starts to play this guy this guy's just driven, uh, driven us nuts. Uh, we were as high as thirty to one at one point. We were four, uh, fourteen to one to win the Super Bowl a couple days ago. Now we're twelve to one. We've taken some money on, on the Packers uh, regular season wins. Uh, we hung up ten over twenty. They're betting it over now. We're over at minus one forty. Um, but this guy's just put us through hell this summer. <laughs> he gave us some props to work with, but. Uh, You know, he's in, he's out, and now I believe he is in. This was uh, pretty
3: much what happened with Brett Favre Mm -hmm. many, many years ago, right? Every every year. It was like every year, Johnny. I'm going to retire. "Ah, I think I'm going to retire. You know, that was in April, May, whatever. He held the team hostage during the draft. Are you, are you not? Nah, guys, I'll report. You know, that's coming up in late July or August. I'll be there, you know, whatever. I mean, he did it like every single year for like five years in a row.
6: I know. You know what would be a good prop to put up? Will... Rodgers beat a quarterback of the green bay packers and a host of jeopardy in 2021 that's
3: great that would be uh spectacular by the way i'm looking right now at the week one number you guys made a move here as well and uh no surprise because i think the, yes, saints, we the saints were favored by what two two and a half before this news and now you have the packers two and a half
6: that's correct and actually that's been and that continues to move on a daily basis too because that was two yesterday Two and a half today. So, yeah, that that line is moving up. Now, uh, you know, the Saints could be without their wide receiver. They will be without their wide receiver, Thomas. That's one of the reasons also for that move. Um, And the Saints are still, you know, unsettled on who the actual starting quarterback will be. So, and after losing Breeze, I don't know if they have a a real viable choice, to be honest with you. Both guys are capable of being an NFL quarterback, but I don't know if they're capable of being a good NFL quarterback.
3: Johnny, if you have to speculate on uh where that number is going to be on sunday of week one in the nfl uh packers three does it maybe go to three and a half you think
6: i don't think so but i think it reaches three mitch i yeah. think it'll make it to three looks like it might make it to three this week i would not be surprised yeah. what do you what do you think he's worth i mean we always
3: have fun kicking this around but with jordan love as the quarterback you got to look at the backup uh, th- this guy again for like many years they haven't had a good backup in place uh, you know, people have thrown around, you can't make a quarterback worth more than seven. I would I would think this guy's worth, what, nine, ten points of the number?
6: I think so. You know, and it depends on which game. In a game like this, uh, you know, he may be only worth uh, maybe five points or so. Uh, and, but there's going to be situations, I think, where he is worth anywhere from seven to ten. Uh, you know, what a drop-off to go to the Jordan Love.
2: Well, and uh, John, I'm curious. Like we see this move, and obviously Aaron Rodgers is part of it. Uh, how much is it, Michael Thomas, the quarterback transition to the New Orleans Saints, too? Because it doesn't look like the best situation
6: to start the season for New Orleans. Definitely not. you know, you know that's why that's ticked up. The Thomas probably moved it a, a full point, point and a half. Uh, the quarter, the on the uh, on the situation with the quarterback on who's going to be the starter. That certainly has something to do with. it. But it's mostly about Rodgers. It's mostly about Rodgers now going to be comfortable playing for the Packers, uh, concentrating on having a good year. Uh, they're probably going to go out and maybe, you know, get somebody that he, you know, he's, he has a lot of demands. He's asking, he'd like to have uh, some players back. And, you know, if all those things happen, I think that's what's moving this the, the needle on this game. And that's why this the shift in the point spread.
3: You guys have had a huge menu for the Olympics. How's the handle been?
6: It's been really good, but it basketball is ruled, no question. Um mm-hmm. uh, we've had a couple days where the Olympics basketball was the top offering of the day as far as handle's concerned. That was surprising to me. I didn't think it would be any uh you know, any top baseball game, but it has. So but basketball is uh certainly where most of the money is. But they're all the events we're putting up, we're putting up a lot. Uh they're not all writing a substantial amount of money, but they're all writing some money. So uh, any, anybody that's interested in any event, we have it up.
3: Very cool. Johnny, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate it. Love having you on the show. Take care.
6: Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.
3: Yep, there you go. I love that they're going to be offering live wagering on the draft tonight. That's in going States. To be great. Check your state where you live, obviously, yep. to see where that's going to be available. They, they did that for the NFL draft as well. and. Man. You're in Las Vegas, right? they yeah. got to take it down 24 hours in advance. Got to okay? expand
2: on something a little bit, man. Like, there's a, It's it's a fascinating conversation, but where Nevada was and, and where Nevada's at now in terms of the sports yeah. gambling landscape and of what's offered. That
3: decision is not made by books, by the way. They, no, are, no, they right. are forced to take it down 24 hours in advance by Nevada. Oh, gaming. yeah,
2: that's <laughs> not meant as like the, uh, you know, you, there's arguments that books could at least offer the draft, right? Uh, yeah. But in terms of the 24-hour rule and what's allowed to be yep. offered, that, that's a conversation we have with gaming that they need to kind of break the mold a little bit.
3: Thanks to what Jay Wilkin on Twitter, points us out a tweet here from somebody covering the Patriots. Bill Belichick notes this morning that Damian Harris is in a different spot this year compared to last year. Can compete for the top role now. Kind of a rare admission from Belichick. Indication of how Harris is viewed in that building. Uh, Earlier today, what, two hours ago, you said long shot, 65-1 to to lead the league in rushing. Look out for him, baby.
2: He's 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 up
3: for a good year. You said, what, top six, top seven run-blocking offensive line in the entire sport? New
2: England Patriots. He's
3: going to be the guy? Tonight's fun, man. Tonight's a lot of fun. Usually this time of year, it's like training camps in the NFL. That's it. we got nothing else going on. Oh, God. Olympics, NBA draft. Can't wait. Tomorrow's going to be loaded and fun as hell. Good luck tonight.